0: What's going on? Welcome to Totalty Blitz Podcast. We in this bitch talking to AFC South, Texans, Jaguars, Colts, and Titans. And as always, go down, like, and subscribe. Let us know your picks for this division, your bets for this division, the uh, any prop bets you have riding all season long. I'm riding mine. This, y'all hear them whenever we break them. As always, I'm Paul Pick and Win am Concha, and I'm joined with. Man, it's
1: your boy Kev. Sleepy-ass boy. The boy was up at 5 a.m. trying to get ready for this new school year. This bullshit. But it's the last school year, so we're going to turn this bitch all the way up. You feel me? But in the meantime, after the back-to-school shop, to after the syllabus week, after turning in the first assignments, good old football comes back every year. You can't beat it. You can't beat it.
0: Can't. I love the football season. Love me some football. <laughs> nah, but for real, though, like, in this division's perfect example, last year everyone thought the Colts. Everyone thought the Titans. I said the Jags. Jags in the win it. This year the Jags are the favorite. But, like, it's hard to maintain the top of the mountain. Of course they should get better. But the Titans, Mike Vrabel's a great-ass coach. They went out and got D-Hop. They still got Derrick Henry. They still got Tannehill. Offensive line is still the same offensive line. They actually they they still they got a couple more players at O line because they were kind of hurt last year. And then you got the fucking uh, Texans who went out there. DeMarco Ryan said, "Give me fucking CJ Stroud. Give me go. Let me trade up and get Will Anderson. Two rookies back to back in draft." This is, like, maybe the Texans are doing something. They still got Damian Pierce, who, who looked great last year. Who knows? This is a division. I just think it's a lot of question marks. A lot of question marks.
1: So, well, fun fact this summer, I always doing cool shit. I, accidentally, I I ran into Mike Brable this summer. Oh, you over did? At over at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. So, if you ever see me just sound a little biased, I'm just saying, like, Mike Vrabel asked me what program I, might, I am in school and what school I go to. I'm just saying. Keep for the people.
0: Mike Vrabel, someone pointed out, bro, like the Titans are not like – so let me pull up the odds for everybody. Kev, listen closely. This will be the first division where there's an actual favorite that's minus something and it's not a plus odds.
1: Wait, what?
0: Jaguars are minus 155 to win the division. Damn, Titans plus three ten. Damn, Colts five fifty, Texans a thousand.
1: They niggas ain't believing Anthony Richardson.
0: Ain't believing Jonathan Taylor holdout drama going on. Even though that defense still elite, Texans got all that young talent going on. DeMarco Ryan, still got Kenny still got DeForest Buckner. Niggas, niggas ain't fucking with the Colts. And then the Titans just got D hopped. And then I want to start with the Titans because they're sitting at plus 310. And let's just talk about Mike Vrabel. You met the man. How was his aura? Did he expew football? Did he expew like a man that's like going to lead a team? So, fun fact
1: we were in the same place twice. So, the first time I ran into it was at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame. I was out there just getting some documentary footage for, for Big John Henderson. Big big guy I actually got added on as an extra like intern so I took that for sure and we caught Mike Bable I see we seen Mike Bable leaving no no I'm lying I don't think no no yeah, yeah we saw him dip to go to the um we saw him dip to go to the bathroom and regardless we have to go grab our stuff real quick and then one of our dudes was like I was just gonna let him walk past like all right bro went to the bathroom no problem but we said we we're already getting our like, camera equipment one of the homies was like, hey, Coach Rable. And then he stopped, took a picture with us. And I was like, oh, he cool people. And then second, I saw him at UFC Nashville. He was in attendance. He was downloading. low. Oh. So he brought the section of, he had an aura of, I'm him. I'm him. He definitely had an aura of, I'm him. But it's like, he just seemed like he's ready for whatever. And like I'm, And I'm also technically part of the media. So he also talked to me as if I was part of the media as well.
0: So last so, year, no, I just want to bring up. So I'm happy you said that because I want to bring up his record as a coach of the Titans. Last year they went seven and nine, or seven and ten, or eight and nine. Wanted they went below five hundred. Year before, twelve and uh, uh eleven and five, and then nine and eight, or uh, nine and seven, nine and seven. I i be forgetting because now everything's seventeen games and before sixteen but winning records every season outside of last year. And, of course, the defense was better in the previous years than it was last year, but it's Mike fucking Bravel. Like, this guy was winning games when no one gave a fuck about the Titans. And, yeah, they had a down year, but I, I just feel it's a little disrespectful to have them at plus 310 and the Jaguars minus 155. When the first year of the Jaguar success ever in the last like twenty,
1: and you can't get too too mad about it also because they I feel like they lost a lot of games in a row to end the season last year like they lost a lot of games that kind of beat themselves out of um playoff contention, and then you had the quarterback problems at one point Malik Willis was starting, so like this team was going through a lot.
0: And if Tannehill's healthy all games, Derrick Henry healthy every game, now you got D-Hop, I feel like the offense got a little better.
1: Yeah, you can respect it. You can't never get mad at D-Hop unless you you have him at fantasy and all you need him to do is score fucking three points and he only puts up 1.5 and he gets you kicked out of the fucking playoffs. Then you can be a little mad at D-Hop. But for everybody else, you can never get mad at D-Hop. And I'm mad I didn't ask Vabel about that. I meant to ask him like, yo, D Hop. But he asked me the question first, so I was like, fuck.
0: And then he walked off. Damn, gangster. Pulled the gangster move on you, Kev. What gangster? I talked to it. Then you got the, I would guess let's talk about the favorites. Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, Travis Etienne, Calvin Really's first season back. And he's running routes like a motherfucker, bro. He's looking great in the camps, in the videos I've seen. And then you had uh Zay Jones, who was coming into his own last year.
1: That's me and the commissioner of Jacksonville.
0: The mayor, I mean, the commissioner of Jacksonville with
1: one and only. The, the, yeah, the commissioner Duval. So he's, on big Jack, he's a big Jaguar fan. Season fans, he goes around, I guess, just doing Commissioner Jacksonville, Jacksonville shit. Just, he had a Wakanda, a Wakanda helmet, the fucking UFC gloves, Jaguars. He had a belt, that, a belt, custom-made belt, and then a chain, a solid gold chain that weighed at least. That shit was heavy. That shit was heavy.
0: That's what they do. With, then, that's the Commissioner Duvall.
1: And 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 custom shoes. I seen him in Jack's Beats when I was doing them. Um, I think I uh, was doing all uh, your... An event for the Jacks Legends shout out that boy Big John Henderson
0: so what's up with it I mean everything on paper is pointing to this team is legit I mean we didn't even talk about the defense how they balled out last year they got their own Josh Allen they got Devin Lloyd out of Utah who's just balling like somebody dude. this somebody on his on this podcast might have called that Devon Lloyd, my favorite linebacker in that draft, second round, great draft pick. I also they still got Cowan, they got Cowan really now, and Kristen Kirk, who when I broke down my pick on them, I was like, they didn't go out and get A plus players, they got B minus B plus players. But when you get a whole bunch of a team of B plus players, that means your team is going to be a lot better, and they and but, it, it showed last year, and they're finding an identity with Doug Peterson, a Super Bowl coach. Who's not Urban Meyer, who was new to the league. And I think this I they should flourish on paper, but I don't know, bro. I think my, I'm not betting the Jags just because they're minus 155. Like that's just a little like I'm like that's that's a little I I can't touch that.
1: Yeah, that's a little absurd, no cap.
0: And then you got the Texans as the big long shot, plus a thousand. Do you think I know you like Damian Pierce out of Florida, who looked like a dog last year. And then now they went out and got Will Anderson out of Alabama and CJ Stroud out of Ohio State, respectively, both top five picks in this in this year's draft. Demarco Ryan's is a great defensive coach, knows how to run the ball. Did the Texans at least take a step forward, or is this still the same old Texans that's gonna shit the bed? Okay. Yo. Is this the Texans? They got C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson. They went out drafted both of them in the top five. Traded up for Will Anderson. They Demarco Ryan's good coach knows how to run the ball. Good defense. They're just really young. Damian Pierce out of Florida. That's your homie. He's a dog. Does do the Texans take a step forward or is this still the same old Texans? They're sitting at plus a thousand.
1: I mean, just like stepping onto the field a lot of times, for the Texans are stepping forward. But this is where you make that step forward. because I was watching them in the preseason. I see Davis Mills playing in the third quarter and I'm like, yo, no. he was a starter last year at one point. Um, so like this team is only just fixing fixing on um, a lot of spots where they' weak at and putting the right people in the right position. So I could you pr- can only pray that this is the Texas are getting better. I don't see them winning the division. I don't see them getting like they could have a winning record. But, no, 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 I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. But they could think about having a winning record. But as long as they're making a step into the a steps into being better and um cultivating this young talent that they have.
0: I actually, the only bet I have for this, I have two bets, but the only like, bet that's a prop bet is C.J. Stroud under 17 and a half passing touchdowns. I don't like C.J. Stroud as a quarterback prospect at Ohio State. I was never high on him. I think he's going to be a bust, and I hate to say it. I And even if he does, I just think Damian Pierce is a legit dog where he's going to get a lot of carries. And I, uh, they went out, and who did they pick up? They, uh, Singletary. They got Devin Singletary to pair with Damian Pierce. So I think this is going to be a run-attack-heavy team. And their defense, Will Anderson, people are coming out and saying Will Anderson looks like, one of the best defensive ends already in football just by training camp videos. So the Texans, if they are run heavy and they rely on that defense, which looked pretty decent last year. And now they got Will Anderson, which looked like he could be rookie of the year. Texans could make it a little bit of noise just because how this division always pans out. But I'm not big on CJ Stroud and I'm not I'm not betting on the Texans other than CJ Stroud to go under on passive touchdowns. 17 and a half, which is a low number already.
1: No, that's crazy low, but he also doesn't have no crazy receivers, because so isn't um, what's his name? Um, the old receiver that didn't like being there, got the fuck up out of it, and I'd Debo, another dude.
0: Um, they, oh, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. No, Brandon Cooks is done, but they did, who did they pick up? I'm trying to find it real quick. A- they went out and they got.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Oh, they also lost Philip Dorsett and and Chris Moore, who you nicknamed Chili. Chili. I'm trying to see who they picked up because I think they got a, a decent little receiver. Oh, Robert Woods. They went out and picked up Robert Woods. And they went out and they reestablished the offensive line. They got some. They got they they've re-signed uh, Tunsil. They got Shaq Mason, offensive guard. They got Greg Little, and then a new. They re-signed their center, and then they fucking put together a decent defensive line and linebacker crew. But they went out and spent a lot of money. They got Jimmy Ward. They got Denzel Perryman, Shaquille Griffin, the cornerback. They even signed Dalton Schultz, tied in from the Cowboys. Oh, shit. I didn't know they signed Dalton Schultz. Devin Singletary with Damian Pierce at running back now. Dalton Schultz, Robert Woods, Noah Brown. And then they reestablished the offensive line and signed pretty decent defensive players.
1: That's fine. So that's fine. So you think Texas can make something shake this season?
0: I just don't believe in C.J. Stroud. If they go run heavy and defensive and then let Dalton Schultz on like, tight end plays where C.J. Stroud's looking for the bigger guy he can throw to, Dalton Schultz is definitely a guy that you can throw to all the time. Maybe this team does look a little good. And then our, the, the biggest wild card, I guess, going into the season is the Colts. Anthony Richardson, Kev. Your guy out of Florida, AR-12 as they call him, is he is he gonna be the? I mean, he started. Is he gonna be the guy, or is Anthony Richardson not NFL ready? Nah,
1: I would never sit there and just. It's different. My relationship, my um, not relationship. I don't really know, bro. But it's different for me, from my perspective of Anthony Richardson, because I got to see him, like, on the sidelines. So, like, I saw and I was like, oh, he really is that big. No, he's actually bigger in person. He's He's actually that fast. He's looking for his first, second, and third read. Like, I got to see, bro, for a couple games, like, really be him in person. And then they'll interview him afterwards, and I'd be the person holding the lights and shit like that. So – I wanna say Anthony Richardson isn't NFL ready. He might be a little green. He might have to do some learn some important lessons fast because it's on the go. But I definitely could sit down and say Anthony Richardson is ready though.
0: I have so cap, I'm gonna need you wide awake for this one.
1: Who said I was sleeping? I was just resting my eyes.
0: So I'm low on CJ Stroud. And I love Bryce Young. But Bryce Young is five foot ten. He could get hurt. It's a 17 game season. Mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson to lead rookie passers and passing yards is plus a thousand. And if Anthony Richardson, I think, plays all 17 games and he's better than CJ Stroud, and Bryce Young gets a little banged up, I really like those odds for Anthony Richardson to lead rookie quarterbacks and passing yards. Because hmm. he still got Michael Pittman and you got Alec Pierce going into his second year. How do you see the Colts' season playing out, though?
1: I mean, I think this is going to be a season where, I mean, they have new coaches. They have a new, they kind of like revamped a lot of shit. They got the new qu- the quarterback what's this, they're like fifth quarterback in like four years on some crazy shit. Philip Rivers left and they really have them real back from that. But the Colts, one thing about the Colts and um, Jim Mercy, I feel like they always keep trying. No matter what, they want to open up the pocketbooks, really get shit done, figure stuff out. And I think a lot of teams aren't really used to that.
0: And if the John the Taylor,
1: from, I mean, not, he wants not the pocketbooks everybody. open. Not for everybody, I guess. But um, this shit can go either way. But, like, I can see the Colts doing decent. But I don't see them doing better than the Titans and the Jaguars. But I can see them doing decent. Unless they click it. Unless they turn it on and they figure it out. And then they could win this division.
0: If Anthony Richardson is him, that's a potential. The defense is legit.
1: All I know is Anthony Richardson is humble as fuck. So, if he... If you send in that Mr. watching film and get it right 24-7, oh.
0: If the defense is still elite and they, the offensive line's healthier and Jonathan Taylor comes back and it's an RPO offense with Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor and then Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce, that is a potential – Like if, and it all depends on if Anthony Richardson – because, you know, rookie quarterbacks like to use their legs – just because they can't make the reads as quick as possible. And he is – at the Combine, he set all the records. Really? He was the best quarterback. Like I'm not talking about how they did the NFL. But when it comes to quarterback prospects, athleticism at Combines, he was the best athletic quarterback ever to come out of the Combine. Nice. With Michael Vick, with Cam Newton, with Lamar Jackson. Because – I believe the bro is – he was not only fast, agile, arm strength, but he could rep. He could lift that fucking weights. He is a big, strong motherfucker, too. He's six foot five, strong, fast, everything. So he, if he is like Lamar Jackson and all the books are just wrong right now, like he's going to come in and just dominate and be not dominate, but just be able to use his legs a lot more than people think he can. I think that's oh, yeah. interesting. But I still think if he's healthy, and he's able to use his legs, and he gets Michael Pittman on one on ones Give me him plus a thousand odds to lead all rookie quarterbacks in passing yards.
1: Yeah, damn, you're giving him,
0: them... damn. Because it's Bryce Young, who is five foot ten, and I think he is a great prospect. But if he gets hurt, if he just gets a little banged up and he misses a couple games, and CJ Stroud is on a run heavy offense, and the Texans aren't good, and CJ Stroud doesn't look good. It's really just Anthony Richardson versus Bryce Young. And if Bryce Young gets banged up, I kind of like those odds. Hell yeah. So let me hear your picks for the division. uh, Right now, Jags are the biggest favorite recovered yet, minus 155. Then you got the Texans sitting at plus 310. Then you got Colts plus 550 and Texans plus 1,000. Are you leaning the favorite here, or are are you taking one of the big dogs to win it?
1: I mean, you know, I'm always rocking with my Jaggies, man. I like the Jags. I was rooting for the Jaggies when um I was rooting for the Jaggies when we had them, when it was like what two or fourteen at the time and shit. Like I fucked with the Jaggies. I thought it was cool. I could see them winning this division, but not on plus odds. But I don't see a team that's putting that's putting the effort that they have to get better in this division. I feel like so I'm taking the Jaggies number one. Number two, it's a toss-up. These two it's a toss-up because the the coach always sound so good on paper. Always. They every year they just sound like so nice on paper. And then you get the you you put hard knocks in there and they start the season off over four looking crazy. So, so in the battle of colts versus Titan. Not Titans. I'm taking the Titans. They just got D-Hop. I don't really know what exactly that means, but I just know if Derrick Henry's still a monster, you don't want to tackle him. And then I'll put the, um, I think that's when you put the natural Heron. so, yeah, then I'll take the Texans at fourth.
0: So I'm going to take the Titans to win the division at plus 310 odds. I think um. it's when you're at the top of the mountain, it's harder to defend the crown than it is to win the crown.
1: Ooh. And the
0: Jags, I love what they're doing, but I, just, I it's hard to repeat what they, I mean, they beat the Chargers, but they they also threw three picks in the first half. Like there are still mistakes. They're young. Right. Whereas the tie ends with Mike or Matt Fravel, he's still got Tannehill knows the offense. You still got uh, – now you're adding D-Hop and Derrick Henry in a, a game that's going to be a lot more run-heavy than anything else when Tannehill knows how to game manage. I like the Titans to win at plus 310. Then a second, I le- I do like the Jags. And then give me the Colts at third just because Anthony Richardson is going to – he's just – he's more – he's an athlete, whereas Matt Ryan, when the pocket collapsed, he was dead. Anthony Richardson, I think mobile ability is going to be able to win some games. And – I do like DeMarco Ryan and the defense he's getting set up over there in the Texans, and I love Damian Pierce and adding Singletary as a second back with him. But I just don't. I don't believe in C.J. Stroud even with the additions of, Dal- of Dalton Schultz and Robert Woods. I don't think it'll be enough. So I just think the Texans are going to do do enough to look better, but they're not going to make any big noise in this division. So
1: facts. I could agree with that.
0: So yeah, give me that's my final give me the tie-ins. Kev got the Jags, and then y'all heard the rest from there. Go down in the comments and let us know your picks for the um AFC South, which is another dirty division on the AFC side. As always, this has been Totally Blitz Podcast. I'm Paul Pick and Winham Contra. I was joined with Kev Waterboy Savoy. And if y'all didn't know, well now y'all know, motherfuckers. Uh